I have no idea how you found this show, but I'm glad that you did. Hey, I'm John Hicks. Join me and my band of crazies today on the Retirement Solution Podcast. A special Thanksgiving edition of the Retirement Solution Podcast here with John Hicks. I'm Jennifer Perry. Are you ready for the turkey, John? Well, if you can find a turkey, I think they were, they've all, I guess, all been pardoned somehow this year. Because, mm. I mean, I've noticed that if you've been at Kroger in the last week, they don't even have that many turkeys to begin with. <laughs> but, man, they get a whole bunch of that dressing out there. I mean, I'm talking a whole bunch. They get, I mean, pallets and pallets and pallets and pallets <laughs> of, of that bread stuffing. Well, I guess so we'll if you can't have, have enough turkey, stuffing. you can always have the extra stuffing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what I kind of like after the, the next day anyway. A whole bunch of gravy uh, slathered all over everything, but really just a big old pile of, of stuffing. That's kind of what I'm looking for. I'll take it. I'll take it. Actually, isn't that one of your specialties? What's it is. your thing? Well, on the, the two things that our family did, you know, we would make fresh cornbread and then we'd mix that with some of the cornbread mix. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we would have a certain kind of way that my great grandmother did it. My grandmother learned it. My mom learned it. And then I learned it. But then it's oyster casserole. That's, That's right. That's the yeah. big one. That mm-hmm. is the thing that I'm, and my birthday is always during Thanksgiving week. Uh-huh. So that Happy is the birthday, one by the thing. Way. Yeah. Thank you very much. I am uh, 29 again. <laughs> again. More like 50. It feels like this year <laughs> for whatever reason. No, but but oyster casserole. That was the one thing that I've craved every year, even on my birthday, for I guess for forty seven years now, nearly. Wow, wow. Oh, go figure. Forty seven <laughs> years. Go figure there. Yeah. Well, uh, have you noticed by chance the prices? I mean, do you ever compare like prices year over year? Because I'll, yeah. I'll be honest, I don't, I don't cook the bird for Thanksgiving, so I, I haven't really noticed. <sighs> what do you do? Steak? Oh, I ham? just no. I just take everyone else's cooking. It's <laughs> I just let them do the cooking. You know, I'm just <laughs> that's the wise way to do it. I bring the bourbon. No. It's fine. Oh, that's the, see, that's the gift that keeps giving there, Clark, <laughs> yes. all year round. No, uh, so I do pay attention. I'm one of those. I mean, I would say I'm a value shopper. No question about it. I know the prices at any one of the six places that my family may get groceries, and I'm kind of a hawk about that. I noticed that this year turkey prices were a little bit more expensive. No one was running that 49 cents a pound or 69 cents a pound, you know, on the cheapest uh, of turkeys. Right. They weren't doing that this year. Yeah. I think most of the things that I saw were anywhere between, you know, a buck and a dollar 49 cents a pound, Man. which is perfectly acceptable, you know, for, for that one time of year. Yeah. But we talk about inflation. Uh, I mean, right? that's almost 40 to 50 percent more than it's been historically. So there's there's a little bit of inflation right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, slow, sleepy Joe. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, Thanks, Sleepy Joe. Yeah, We're thank, not thank thankful you, for this. So No, not thankful at all. <laughs> but CBS says overall that cost for your Thanksgiving dinner, John, is going to be 4 to 5% more this year. Of course, we've been talking about it now for months, that actual inflation rate closer to probably 6%. Uh, but I'm wondering, you know, is this temporary? Do you think we're going to get through Thanksgiving, we're going to get through Christmas, and maybe things will start to improve? Or is this something that's going to carry over even into next year? Well, see, if you listen to some of the Federal Reserve comments, you know, one of the things that Jay Powell, who's the Fed chief, has been saying for a long period of time is that, hey, this inflation that we're currently experiencing, this is transitory, which basically means it's it's going to be short lived. It's not going to last forever. But this past week, we started to see some different things. We've started to see a lot more of the economic reports coming out saying, hey, guys, this is not going to be that short lived. It has nothing to do with those slow boats from China bringing the stuff over. It doesn't have 100 percent to do with the labor market. It has to do with all the money that the government has been printing and all these cheap money policies. And what we're seeing is that it looks like we could have inflation like this for a good period of time. Now, what am I talking about? 
Well, in the past week, uh, I read a report that was talking about we could see oil prices closing in on $125 a barrel by summer of next year. Now, I want you to think about this, guys. And and I know that we're already feeling a pinch right now at the gas pumps already, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, $3.30 to $3.80 has been the average that I've seen on the cheap stuff. And I know that I've gone to different parts of the country here recently, and I've seen as high as over $4 for a gallon of gas. Mm. Oil is not even at $100 a barrel right now. So imagine if that increases by another buck. That's what happens if we see oil at those prices. Guys, that's really that's really a lot of money. Yeah. So when you're starting to think about that, that's just telling me that the economy cannot handle all of this free money policy. We're starting to see prices drive up, and manufacturers and commodities are not going to be able to absorb those costs. What does that mean? They're going to pass them all to us, guys. They're going to pass them all to us. So when I'm looking at this inflationary number and how it looks like it might sustain for a while, I'm very nervous. Mm. And Jennifer, there's two major reasons why. You know, reason number one is because most of us, if we've done a financial plan in the last five or 10 years, it's not baked in to have five and a half to six percent inflation. Right. Yeah. Typically, what do you run that at? Well, three years ago, we used to put it at around two and a half to three percent. And the reason for that, yeah, the reason for that is because at that point in time, inflation was only running at one and a half to two. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to be conservative and make sure that our money would last. But if you're looking at things right now, we're not seeing the cost of very many things come down. Very few things are decreasing in cost. Healthcare is going through the roof for expensiveness. Even Medicare premiums we're seeing are going up 6.7% for the average payee on Medicare. Mm. So when you're looking at that, if you have a financial plan that's expected to grow by inflation for 2.5% to 3% and we double that, guys, that can make our money run out 5 to 10 years earlier than we expected. Wow. So that is very uncomfortable. So that's that first piece of the puzzle. That just makes me feel really, I don't know, it makes me feel icky because in the last two years, we have been running them at four to four and a half, even 5% inflationary rates because we don't see anything that this current administration's doing to help absolve this problem. We see right. nothing. Right. As a matter of fact, they're promoting people to not go work. Mm-hmm. They're promoting for people to lay around and keep getting money off the government dole. They're promoting businesses to pay more in taxation, more in employee costs, more in all these things. That means they're not making as much money, which means they have to pass things on to us. The price is on to us. That's not good. So when you think about that, I see nothing that they're doing to fix this problem. So that's the first issue. The second issue is this. How comfortable would we like to be when we retire? There's two different ways to retire, right? Mm-hmm. Technically, if we don't have that many expenses, we could live in a refrigerator box down by the river. I mean, <laughs> costs are very <laughs> low. Costs are very low. You could potentially live, let's say, there for five or six hundred bucks a month total. If you got to drive around a little bit, you know, you need a little generator, a little propane torch to keep you keep you from freezing in the winter months. But that's not the way that people want to live, right? You just keep working if you thought it'd be that way. Right. But some of us can't keep working or we have nagging health issues or frankly we just want to wind down we're just we're tired of having to punch the clock or we're just so sick of our boss so sick of the the bureaucracy or the levels of cubicle management or whatever it is so the whole point to what i'm saying is that what would happen if we can't retire the way we want to we can't retire with the dignity and respect and frankly do the things we want to do 
Now, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't want to be in a refrigerator box down by the river. <laughs> I also don't want to kick off in my office one day when I'm 92 yeah. and never have lived a life. Yeah. So when we think about these inflationary costs, what fun are we going to be able to have depending on how well we've saved? So Jennifer, the thing that we have to understand from this is we have to understand two major things. The fact that inflation may last for a while, which means that our financial planning may not be exactly right. And what that tells me, we have to know how we're going to replace that paycheck in retirement. We have to know. Where is that money going to come from and is it inflation protected? Okay. Because the majority of people that I see, they do not have inflation protected investments in their portfolios at all. As a matter of fact, most of them have horrible dead money type investments in their portfolios. They have bonds that have either been losing money, CDs and money market that are not even getting close to catching up with inflation. Right. And we can fix that. That's the whole point. We can fix that. One primary way to do it, if the government is some of the cause of these problems, let's get them for a little piece of it. Jennifer, did you know that you can buy I-bonds? I-bonds. Is this yes, made by like Apple or something? <laughs> iPod, <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> and, and you, you got to wonder, maybe, maybe the Treasury has been lying for a while. They stole this idea from Apple. No, but if you get I-bonds, which are guaranteed Treasury bonds from the U.S. government, more like savings bond style. Okay. So they are right now paying 7.12%. Oh, wow. <gasps> what? My That's right. Goodness. Because the way that they operate is that they give you a stated rate of interest, plus they give you an inflationary kicker. Huh. So over time, and you can keep these things for up to 30 years if you want. Okay. But right now, government I bonds are paying 7.12% and you can lock that in. So the thing of it is, if you have not gotten at least 7% on a portion of your money, give my team a call. We can fix that. Sometimes in just moments, we can find out where that dead money is, find the way to replace that paycheck at the same time, and at least some part of your money get 7% on guaranteed mm. by the U.S. government. If you don't have that guys the only question is why like what you hear be sure to hit the subscribe button and thanks for listening to the retirement solution with john hicks the opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or any specific security to determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Jay Hagen Capital is a registered investment advisor. To find out if John Hicks is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. Jay Hagen Capital Incorporated is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance products and annuities offered through John Hicks. Kentucky Insurance License Number 998827.